Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It is all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Glad you could hang with us this morning. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight, is here as well. Jeffrey, Warriors. Listen, I, I've had enough of the blasphemy. Before this season, before this series started, and I won't name any names, but let's just say that finally by the second show that I do here, I out loud was like, I'm, I'm tired of the Warriors' disrespect. There's too much too cool for school. Celtics are, are the team here. Warriors now, and those of us who have futures tickets, I have a plus 550, certainly not the best number, but got it early in the season when the Dubs and the Suns were the best two teams in the NBA by far. 48 minutes away from their fourth title in eight years. 104-94 last night. Warriors get it done to take a 3-2 lead in the NBA Finals. Game six Thursday night. All five games so far decided by 10 points or more. Andrew Wiggins last night. The Andrew Wiggins game. 26-13 after a 17-16, by the way, in game four for Wiggins. Last night, first time leading the Warriors in the playoffs and scoring ever for Wiggins. And probably the best game of his entire eight-year career for the former number one overall, Andrew Wiggins. Clay with 21, made more threes, five, than the rest of his teammates combined, who combined for four. In a game that was exactly three years to the day since Thompson tore his ACL in his left knee, had surgery before later tearing his right Achilles tendon while working back from the first injury, forcing him to miss more than two and a half years of basketball. Thompson hurt in the uh, deciding game six of the 2019 NBA Finals, you remember. By the way, another anniversary, Steve Kerr coaching uh, the Warriors on the 25th anniversary of his game-winning shot in game six of the NBA Finals when the Bulls beat the Jazz to clinch their fifth title during the Jordan years. Steph Curry, 16 last night, 0 for 9 from behind the arc. First playoff game in his career without making a three. First time in 233 games. Playoffs a regular season where he didn't hit a three. 132 postseason games where he didn't hit a three. First time he hasn't hit a three since going 0 for 4 
in a 134 to 111 loss to the Bucks November 18th of 2018. Peyton 15, Poole 14, Draymond 8, 8, and 7. And most importantly, the Celtics 1 for 10 when he contested a shot. I could go on and I will. But we have guests. Let's bring in Drew Densick, everybody, from the Deep Dive podcast and, of course, the uh, Bet the Edge podcast from NBC Sports. You can follow him on uh, Twitter at whale underscore capper, coming from a, uh, a location that is not his usual. How you doing, Drew? What's happening? <laughs> oh, you know, not bad. It's uh, I that I think it was fair. Your 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 um, glowing praise of all of the Warriors and what they did in game five was very, very warranted. Um, you know, I, I came out of that game thinking, my goodness, the Celtics found new ways to beat themselves. Um, and yeah, maybe I, it's just because of where I sit <laughs> in terms well, of my allocation. Well, but, no, you, you're, uh, abso- yeah. you're absolutely right. And I didn't even get to that part yet, which is probably the headline. So let me, let me, let me step in and say it. Celtics had Celtics had 31 free throw attempts last night. The dubs had 15 Celtics out rebounded the Warriors by eight, 47 to 39. But, and here's where you're going. They had 18 turnovers to the Warriors' six, including nine Warriors' steals. Warriors, 22 points off those turnovers, 103 now for the series. And by the way, Celtics look like they can't make a free throw to save their lives. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, those are the main major problems. And um, I poo-pooed people who thought the experience was going to be a huge deciding factor in this series. But, uh, you know, I think as I step back and look at this, I feel like this was a coin flip either way. And um, the experience factor might be exactly the kind of the X factor, the miscellaneous category factor uh, that may be making the difference. Because when the going got tough, the Celtics imploded. They found ways to beat themselves. The turnovers were just absolutely appalling. If you've watched much Celtics basketball over the last four months, but, you know, there's there there was there were signs of this. But definitely um, this is that was a you know kind of a fourth quarter, like the body language, the way that they, um, you know, effectively capitulated was something you haven't seen from this, you know, this group in a long time. Um, and it's concerning, frankly. And, uh, you know, I think realistically, the um, the turnovers and giving the Celtic, you know, giving the Warriors extra possessions when, you know, you're, uh, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a very hard fought series with basically even teams is, um, you know, that's the way you lose a game. And, uh, you know, credit to them for fighting back in the third quarter. Uh, you know, it felt like they were all of a sudden getting the shots that they got in the fourth quarter of game one that we haven't seen since. Um, but the Warriors tightened it up defensively in, in, a, in a couple of masterful ways. They forced Jalen Brown to uh, to dribble drive. And, uh, you know, they had some nice adjustments to stop what had been working when he was doing that and, you know, forced a couple of nice steals. Uh, and then on top of that, the Celtics just uh, kind of let the ref, you know, the refs, the refs did, you know, kind of lose control of that game in a lot of ways. But that certainly wasn't the deciding factor. But, you know, the Celtics definitely got, let that get into their mindset um, in the, you know, the beginning of that fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, you stop, you spot your opponent a 10 point lead with uh, less than 10 minutes to play and you're in deep trouble. Yeah. My favorite part of that game was, was Draymond strangely like trying to take the ball from Jason Tatum on the stoppage and just following Jason Tatum to the bench. Just the just fabulous behavior. Once again, from Draymond, very, very weird guy he is a, he's an <laughs> odd one. Uh, let me ask you this. So I talk a lot about betting truth serum on this show for the three sure. years which is to say, for those just landing on this for the first time, that there is no greater truth serum than betting truth serum. That when you have a bet on something, whether it's an NFL game, uh, if you're on a side and the other team has a fourth and short, only you are the true arbiter of what is what the other team should actually do because you're speaking <laughs> through the lens of your money and you know what sure. scares you and you know what doesn't scare you. Uh, oh, thank God they punt it. Oh, please don't go for it. That kind of thing. <laughs> 
So yeah. I'm a guy with a Warriors ticket. And the only the thing that scares me the most, Drew, is Robert Williams. Because yeah. when he is in the game, I always feel like the Warriors are up against it. And when he's out of the game, I'm like, oh, you can breathe. Like it just opens up. And so Robert Williams, 10 points, eight boards last night. Uh, he had no limitations uh, after aggravating his surgically repaired uh, left knee in game four. And I just wonder why he doesn't get more run. I mean, it has to be health. He was getting, he was, he was a a very quiet part of why the Celtics became the team that they did in 2022. Um, He was not heralded. He was not lauded as the defensive player of the year candidate. They elected as a team to lobby for Marcus smart. Um, But Robert Williams, make no mistake. He was the most important part of that team defense over the balance of the second half of the season when they were the best team in the NBA. And I think, um, you know, the knee injury he suffered at the eve of the, on the eve of the playoffs that uh, kept him out through uh, the first series and into uh, the Bucks series is still obviously limiting him. And, um, you know, I think the Celtics were seeing or, you know, they were playing a little bit of a dangerous game in three, four and five to see if they could win two of those games while not giving Robert Williams a full complement of minutes so that they could have him available for six and seven if needed. Uh, and now they need him. And I think you're going to see a full complement of him in game six. Um, but, uh, you know, the, at this point, uh, you know, it feels like game four was, you know, a pretty, pretty clearly the deciding, the tipping point of the series. And, uh, if the Celtics win this now, it's going to feel lucky more than, uh, they were the better team. Celtics favored by three and a half. I mean, as you point out, this ain't over, right? We're just on serve, as they say. Obviously, the, the Warriors will have game seven <laughs> back in San Francisco if necessary. But but Celtics favored by three and a half. If if someone is just dropping off, uh, you know, off you know, Earth or onto Earth right now, and they're like, okay, I want to make a wager here. Do do you play game six? Do you play the Celtics at plus money uh, for the series price now, having to go two and zero, oh, or are you like, hey, just I would just back off and not do anything? Here. Uh, yeah. I think at this point, the, um, the series price looks exactly correct to me. Uh, I think the game prices have adjusted reasonably well. There's a little bit of a premium to back the Celtics in game six because home court advantage has been overstated this entire finals. Um, but the, um, uh, I think there is an edge to be had on Celtics, you know, team total in the first half team total in the game. Uh, the under has, was the, it, you know, was an absolute slam dunk play in games four and five. Uh, the market has adjusted appropriately. It's continuing to go down. Uh, Celtics, I think realistically should see a lot better offense with the, uh, uh, return to the garden compared to what they had. And particularly in the first half of that, uh, game five and, you know, where they looked a little shell shocked and a little, uh, like the moment was, uh, a little too, too big for any of those guys having experienced before. So, uh, I think in game six at home, you'll see a better offensive performance from the Celtics. So I would, I would bet at that way. I'm not, I haven't made any bets on game six yet. And I think realistically, I just got to, you know, cross my fingers and hope for a little run good at this point. But, um, you know, I, I, if I'm, I, if I have a rooting interest at this now, I, I would love, love, love to see the Celtics win by uh, one, two or three points. Um, I have heard way too many people that don't really have much skin in the game say, just pick the winner. You know, don't worry about the points. Uh, the the yeah. the winner of the game, yeah. the the winner has covered eighty two and zero or something. <laughs> yeah. In the NBA. it's like no. If you think that the, that there's a misprice between the game line and the money line, by all means, go and and squeeze that edge. But you know, and, and think you're going to win long term. Like the, it's not a mistake. Like yes. there's no hidden edge there. Um, you know, it's it's just uh, it's it's a very 
small, it's a very narrow window where, uh, you know, the losing team covers a, a three point spread. Um, and it just happens rarely enough that people think it never happens. That's and right. I would love to see that happen, uh, for two reasons. Number one, it would shut those people up. And then number two, um, you know, we have a little bit of value potentially to back the Celtics in game seven. Drew, I'm so glad you said that so that I didn't have to, <laughs> I'm just going to let that hang. I'm just like the whole time. I'm like, you do realize we're talking about, yeah, like, like a thin margin of a spread to begin with. Uh, Celtics, by the way, plus uh, 290. Is that what I'm seeing on the adjusted price? Just to be thorough. Yeah. Plus 290. That, that sounds about right. In, their, yeah. uh, in that range. Celtics, uh, first team losing back-to-back. First time, rather, losing back-to-back this postseason. They had a seven-game win streak after a loss. That was tied for the longest in NBA history. The Warriors missed 31 three-point attempts. They were 9 of 40. That is tied for the second most in finals history for a winning team all time. We'll come back more with Drew. We'll talk golf U.S. Open. Yes, golf's third major. Get his thoughts on that. And if he's betting any of these uh, grass court tournaments here on the run-up to Wimbledon, the very, very narrow grass court season. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 
522-4700. Skill Alexander, I was uh, saying yesterday, I don't even know if it was on this show or on primetime, which I do with uh, Matt Kelly. But these next five weeks, we usually say, oh, summer, this kind of stinks. Well, later in the summer. But these next five weeks, kind of, I mean, we have two golf majors. We have one tennis major. The NBA draft is in there. We got summer league here in town. College baseball World Series. We got four teams in the eight, in the final eight. Excited about that. We'll talk to uh, Brad Porras momentarily about college baseball. By the way, also on the show today, uh, Mark Borchard on Major League Baseball, Jonathan Von Tobel on the NBA a little later on as well, and Todd Wright on hockey. Drew Dinsick, kind enough to uh, continue with us. Drew, it is a very narrow, very short grass court season, and the data, <laughs> the data is funky. It's not as it's not nearly as robust as we have on other surfaces. And I'm curious, Wimbledon is two weeks away. Um, I'm curious, have you been betting this? And specifically, I wanted to know, did you bet any Tim, let me get this right, Tim Van Reithoven? <laughs> did, t- Tim never, Van Reithoven. Never heard of him. It's ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said yesterday. So I'm like, this guy just won a grass court tournament as a wild card. By the way, he just, entered, he just got into Wimbledon as a wild card. That's no surprise. Very cool. Very, very cool. He crushed Medvedev. He crushed Fritz. He beat Ogier Aliassim. And I told Jeff, I go, I've never had him in a spreadsheet of mine ever, <laughs> ever. He, no, I, and and I didn't touch him in any of the matches because, like, <laughs> it wasn't the day, like, the, even the short-term data wasn't really there. So it's amazing. But you didn't have him either, I guess. No, 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 no. I, you're gonna, That's one of those that, uh, you know, you look at the end of the year and you're, like, looking at everyone who won a title and it's like, uh, <laughs> excuse right. me? Uh, who? What? Um, but, uh, no, e- even seeing it happen, you know, especially in the moment where we, you knew Medvedev was going to wake up on Monday as the new world number one and he came out and played like that against that guy. Um, and But, again, you know, we shouldn't be sh- shocked of guys coming out of nowhere. I mean, Carlos Alcaraz did it this season. Um, but this kid wasn't even – he's not even a kid. He's, like, 28. <laughs> He's well, like, he's yeah. been around for a while. And he Alcaraz, just has never broken through. And Alcaraz drew, like I can, I can remember betting Alcaraz on like clay court tournaments in the dead of night somewhere in South sure. America. So like sure. there was a buildup. If you follow this guy, literally nothing had played nothing. eight no, or nine nothing. ATP matches. Uh, yeah. That's what makes sports. That was incredible. The greatest reality show ever. Do you bet? Are you betting these this week or next week? Oh yeah, for sure. Last week, I oh yeah, I'm, I get heavy into grass season. You know, once it's 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 impossible to kind of cool off betting tennis after you are done with the French Open. Uh, it's just such a fun run of clay court season, so and I I so I, 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 I love rolling right onto grass. And um, you know, the only uh, hiccups really are the rain delays. <laughs> the rain delays have been yes. uh, like frustrating. But that but that aside, uh, Stuttgart was a great tournament. Um, Matteo Bertini finding his serve was absolutely awesome. Uh, he looks very, very, very strong as far as a contender for the Wimbledon title uh, beyond Djokovic, if you're going to make anyone, you know, make a case for anyone. Um, but uh, he's going up against uh, Dan Evans here pretty short, shortly in London, London. Uh, if you have never watched the London tournament, that's one of the most fun non slams, in my opinion, it's a really, really cool setting. Um, and, uh, you know, they just put on a really awesome show, always just packed with fans. The fans really know how to uh, kind of bring a good match, which is a pretty important part of tennis match. If you're not used to like, like watching it live, uh, the crowd matters. Uh, and it's always a good crowd. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Queens club in London, very cool setting for a tennis tournament. Very cool. You know, I'm going to watch a ton of these, uh, these matches. Um, and yeah, Bertini goes up against Evans here and momentarily. And, um, this one should be awesome. I mean, just two guys whose 
uh, you know, serves are dialed in, uh, who, you know, can construct points on grass in ways that other players can't, you need to be able to hit a flat forehand. You need to be able to, um, you know, find, you know, the right combination of different serves. You can't just be serving down the line. You need to uh, be able to mix it up in terms of delivery. And, um, you know, both of these guys pl- are playing well enough right now that I think you're going to see an awesome one there between Berrettini and Dan Evans. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, realistically a bunch of these younger players are finally, you know, they're getting like their second or third or fourth, uh, time through on grass. So they're finally developing a little bit of familiarity with the surface, which I think is both on the men's and women's side, going to make Wimbledon a lot more entertaining this year than it has been in years past. Yeah. I had, uh, I had two plays on the lady side yesterday with both big dogs. One was a big dog. One was a colossal dog. Uh, both forced third sets, both did not get there, but it, do, it, it's, it's sort of this thing. It's teasing me where I'm like, okay, I think, I think I'm grabbing a hold of this, but it hasn't quite manifested yet. The only one I have today, I'm playing, uh, Beatrice Haddad Maya, who I did have in the championship, uh, in yeah. last week's tournament. I believe it was a Nottingham. Great breakout for her. Great yeah. breakout. First maiden title for her, maiden title for her. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of a quick turnaround from that taking on Petra Kvitova, who we know short term hasn't all been all that great, but long term has been a great grass court player. But nice price on Adad Maya. But uh, that is the only one I have today. You have any uh, specific picks that you wanted to give out? Uh, most of my tennis today is in the books. Uh, I do have a, a play on Ons Jabor, who I'm the most excited to see return to grass. Um, she's taking on uh, Muhova uh, in uh, Berlin. Uh, as the final match of the day there. And I think uh, realistically, uh, you know, she's priced in the minus 250 range. I make it more like minus 350. Uh, I bet into her to win um, minus one and a half sets at plus 120. That's moved to like minus 105-ish. Uh, but I think if you shop around, you might still be able to find a plus money price on Ons Jabor to win in straights over Muhova. All right. I did. I might have thrown Jabor into a money line parlay in tennis. Just want to point that out. It's, a, it's yeah. an EV bet in my money. Yeah. Buy my money. Yeah. Threw her in there. Um, okay. I know you don't have a lot to say about the U.S. Open yet, which is this week at Brookline, uh, the country club there in, in Brookline, Mass. Um, but I, I, you know what? I keep thinking about a comment you made uh, a couple weeks ago when I was talking about uh, live golf versus the PGA tour. And you, yeah. were, you were the first person, cause everybody has really strong opinions on this. And you were the first person, uh, by the way, Serena Williams will be back at uh, Wimbledon. I'm just Ooh. singing across the screen. For, I think that was the last time Ooh. we saw her as well, right? Was that Wimbledon? Yeah. When she, when she got her? So she's on the Not way, a contender, so. but boy, that would yeah. make it more interesting. Yeah, not a yeah. contender, but fun to have her as she chases Absolutely. her 24th Grand Slam, uh, trying to tie Margaret Court still. Um, you were the guy who said, and I, I remember this, it stuck with me. You're like, I think it's a cultural hiccup. Uh, talking about live golf. That was your line. I'm hoping. And, and what's that? What you said? Hey, you hope so? I was hoping. Yeah. I, I hope so. I don't yeah. know. You might be right, right? Like, I, I, I'm not sure yet because, so the guys, 13 guys who who played this, you know, who are playing or scheduled to play uh, in the Saudi-backed tour are playing in the U.S. Open. The press conference has been super awkward. Like, yes. in, in the one respect, like the reality show part of it, I am so into <laughs> and this is so this is we don't usually talk about crowds being a factor at golf tournaments, but I am curious if you think it's Beth Page. Anybody familiar with that, right? It's like that New York crowd is just going to be all over these guys, one would think. Is there part of your handicapping as a guy who does things by does things by numbers? Is there a part of your brain that is going to be like, well, you know, I might just fade Phil in everything because he is going to get harassed. 
<laughs> I faded Phil last week. He got he got uh, supported by the crowd, um, but he was in matchups up against um, Charles Schwartzel, and Schwartzel was in like the minus one sixty range on the open, oh. and closed like minus two hundred. Uh, and Schwartzel wins, and you know Phil was an afterthought. And by Phil, the way, Phil's golf right now not very solid. By the way, I said Brookline, and then for some reason I said Beth Page. Obviously, Brookline, the country club in uh, in Massachusetts. Um, but that is a, that is a yeah. crowd that'll get all It's a over. Northeast crowd. Yeah. Northeast crowd. <laughs> it's a Northeast yeah. crowd. Yeah. <clears throat> the, um, I, I'm hopeful that they're critical of them. I'm hopeful that they give these guys the business. Uh, they deserve it. This is, this was stupid. It's going to really put pressure on the game of golf. And if you are a golf fan, you should be annoyed by this. Frankly, yeah. uh, the product I didn't think was very good. It feels cheesy and stupid. And like, you know, they're, they like the idea of, you know, the Saudi golf, wanting to capture some, uh, you know, amount of something prestigious worldwide and, you know, use that to kind of gloss their, uh, their image. Okay, fine. But you know, they, they're doing it in a way that makes it feel like a joke. I mean, the most, the most run that that whole ordeal last week got in social media was like the release of like the ridiculous drafting and the team names and the team logos, oh, which were all geez. just an, an absolute punchline. So and it's stupid. like, Oh, okay. Like, congratulations. You have a foothold in the world of golf now, but you've turned it into a joke. Like this is, you know, and, and like, I, I don't, I don't think that the quality of play was especially good. I don't think these fields are very good. I don't think the guys that are there that are choosing to leave for the money are really, um, you know, going to impact the bottom line of the PGA events and their, their competitive nature. Now that can all change. Like if, if, uh, you know, if some of the names at the top of the, uh, odds leaderboard here, um, besides Dustin Johnson decide to pull the switcheroo, then, um, you know, now we have a, a little bit more of a story, but, uh, so, at this moment, it feels still like, uh, like an afterthought to me. So you have no bets thus far on this? No, um, I have a little bit of Sam Burns at a 30 ish to one price and that's come in a little bit. I'm, I'll be pulling for Burns. Yeah, I have Burns. I made five outrights yesterday. Burns is definitely one of them. Um, let's go Burns. Let's go Burns. Drew, appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Hey, best of luck, Gil. Grass court season, always fun. Even more fun with Drew. Thank you, man. At whale underscore capper. I'll give you those golf plays on the other side. Numbers game, Visa, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits yet another way. That vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, I uh, went ahead and made five outrights. I don't bet golf on a weekly basis, but uh, bet five yesterday, including Scotty Scheffler, which for me is just a sort of must bet. Also in there, Justin Thomas, Max Homa at around 55 to one. Daniel Berger, also close to 60 to one. But the one bet, and we just alluded to with Drew, the one number that I still cannot understand. Like, if I said to you, okay, who's, who's been the best golfer? Who do you think the best golfer in the world is right now? Which is even rankings. I, I know it's corroborated by rankings. But if I said to you, who's been the best golfer in the world for the last year? You would say who? Man, I'd still probably lean Scheffler. But Me too. That, that's probably, I'd say that, Scotty Scheffler. That, that might be recency bias. I don't think might, so. I'd say Scotty Scheffler. He's always there. If he's not winning, he's always lurking. 
Now, JT obviously had the great PGA comeback. But if I ask you, like, who's the best, who literally is the best golfer out there for the last calendar year besides Scheffler? Isn't Sam Burns maybe the answer to that question? Like Cam Smith. Cam Smith, maybe. But why is Sam Burns still priced this way? And I always use my buddy Tommy in D.C. as sort of the the great barometer of such things with casual sports fans. He's not a casual sports fan. He's a huge sports fan. He's a huge football fan, right? And then follows all other sports not in quite the same way. I think that represents a lot of American sports fans. But if I said to him, you're familiar with Scotty Scheffler, he'd be absolutely. Are you familiar with Sam Burns? I'm not sure he would be beyond a very cursory familiarity with Sam Burns. So I grab Sam Burns. You can still get him as, I mean, what's the lowest you're seeing him? 25 to 1? Some people, a lot of people have him at better prices than that. Again, U.S. Open, the country club at Brookline in Mass. Brookline. Starting on Thursday. And this is what I love about this, Jeff. Traditional U.S. Open. Just really, really punitive rough. Scores are going to be hard. Scoring is going to be hard to come by. Cannot wait to watch this. Greens are microscopic. Yeah. It's the second smallest set of greens that they play on, period. Only Pebble Beach is smaller greens. You have any bets yet? I have nothing as of this moment. The only thing that I, I will consider probably is that Morikawa's prices have really drifted. I know he's not playing yeah, great. He's another one. But if you're going to give me 30-1 to 1 on Colin Morikawa to win a major, that's kind of one where you just take a small piece and whatever happens, happens. I, in fact, I asked the question of others. I'll ask it of myself, which is, who's the guy if he wins it you'll have the most self-loathing and regret? I think it's Morikawa for me because I've thought about him a couple times but have not made a bet yet. I think I probably want a piece of that. But how many outrights can I actually have? Five for me is, a col- is just an amazing number for, number for me to have. I don't know what happened to me yesterday. I just got all excited because the college baseball winnings were coming in. I'm like, okay, I'll just bet some golf here. Now, how awkward would it be? Because I asked, Wes said this accurately yesterday. He's like, wow, could you imagine? Canadian Open this past week, the PGA Tour couldn't have asked for better names at the top. Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas. Not to mention Sam Burns, Tony Finau. They were all up towards the top of the leaderboard. PGA couldn't have asked for a better, you know, representation of their players against the first live golf tournament this past weekend. Let me go the opposite on you. How awkward will it be if, say, a Dustin Johnson wins this tournament? Are you secretly rooting Jeffrey Parlay for a Dustin Johnson? I'll just use him as maybe the most likely in terms of the betting market. Of the players who played in at, at you know who have committed to the live golf tournament, are you secretly rooting for Dustin Johnson to be in contention on Sunday just for the drama? No, I'm rooting for Phil to be in contention on Sunday. <laughs> That's he's the one more than anything because he was obviously other than Tiger. I know he's obviously hit Tiger's arch nemesis in the beginning of Tiger's dominance, but. Phil kind of did this heel turn back to being really popular again. I mean, everyone loved it when he won the PGA last year. And now everything that's come out since that. I am one of these people who have who has never warmed to Phil Mickelson. No, and, and and you're not alone on that. Yeah. But 
he's the one. Forget DJ. DJ, I, I, I don't think regular people care that much about Dustin Johnson. I think if Phil is some, and I, I, Phil's plus 280 to make the cut for a reason. But Matt, Matt Brown, who is a big, Matt and Kelly, who, who do I do primetime action with, they are big golf bettors. They do everything by model. And one of Matt's big things was this week, or is, fading Phil every which way he can possibly fade Phil. Now, in the state of Nevada, we have difficulty doing that. So he was saying last night, if we didn't have primetime action last night, he was saying he would have he would have driven to Arizona and bet every matchup versus Phil that he could find. That's how strongly he feels like the crowd will be all over Phil in this tournament. Like that alone, I cannot wait to watch. I'm all about harassment on a golf course. Give me some conflict. And it's it's in it's in Brookline. You're dealing with with Massachusetts, which is uh, <laughs> what were you going to say there? Of all, what, what are you going to call them? Mass? No, 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 no. You? I come oh, okay. on, I'm disciplined on the air. I'm curious, but but but, uh, but no, I mean you're 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 in you're in a scenario where if it was there, Beth Page really would have been the two places mm-hmm. that really you know they would be giving it to Phil the whole time, <laughs> and they will be giving it to Phil. Be giving it to all those guys who are playing on the Live Tour now. I mean, what is it going to be for DeShamba? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I mean. <laughs> <clears throat> man, oh, man. Let me ask you about the uh, back to basketball for a second because you and I haven't had a chance to talk about this because we dove right in with Drew this morning. Again, Warriors up 3-2 to two now. Game 6, possible clincher, possible fourth championship in eight years for the dynasty that is the Dubs. Once again, Celtics favored by 3.5 or 4, wherever it, you're looking. By the way, Tatum 27 and 10 in defeat yesterday. We didn't mention that. Boston trailed by 12 at the half. And then what was always the hallmark of the Warriors that you could always count on? And what I argued is going into last night's game, while Steph's legacy maybe catapulted the most, maybe it was Steve Kerr's beyond his with the Warriors that catapulted even further because we've always known about this Warriors third quarter thing. But it has been front and center this whole NBA Finals until last night where the Celtics flipped that, scored 35 points in the third quarter. That deficit, that the 12-point halftime deficit disappeared in a blink. And Boston, who had, who had made, they, they missed their first 12 threes in this game. They had made eight in a row at one point. And then Jordan Poole hits that 33-foot banker with 0.1 left on the clock to give the uh, Warriors the lead heading into the fourth, 75-74. to But I'll ask you the same question I've asked you pretty much every game we've had in here, which is from game to game, like, is there any betting that you even want to even want to touch with these games individually. No, I, I I'm staying with what I what I said the whole time. I, I don't think this series is really bettable from a pre-flop perspective. And this Celtics team, and, and there's no arguing that they're very good, Gil. But isn't it odd at this point that we're five games into the NBA Finals and we have absolutely no idea what we're getting on them from a game-to-game basis? Well, I liked your comment yesterday, which was you used the word proclamation, which I which I found. Interesting, because it's, it's, it's the correct sort of amusing word to use. There was this seeming proclamation, like we've just decided, or the betting markets have decided that Jason Tatum's the best player on this team, and that's all there is to it. We so sure about that? Like, if you look at the MVP stuff, which, by the way, 
Steph is still going to win despite Wiggins having two great games, despite Clay scoring more than 20 in a couple games. Steph's still going to win it if the Warriors win it. By the way, I think the, the Steph will win it if the Celtics win it. That possibility took a hit yesterday, for sure. Um, but the notion that Jason Tatum is so far, is so much longer, excuse me, that, that Jalen Brown is so much longer in price than Jason Tatum is, makes no sense in the betting market. Like, before last night's game, you could get Jalen Brown at 6-1. to one. Now you can get Jalen Brown at 25-1. to one. Isn't that the best bet right now? Like, if you believe the Celtics are going to come back and win this series, isn't Jalen Brown at 25-1 to one the best bet going? I think it has to be. No one was particularly good for Boston last night. I even thought Tatum, even though his numbers look okay on paper, I didn't think he played that great either. So, but 25 to 1 on Jalen Brown is probably the only bet right now. I have, I have a plus 550 on the Warriors, as, as I said earlier, and I've said many times. Forgive me for repeating that. I might even want to take some Jalen Brown at 25 to 1. I'm not, but I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking that's just a good bet, period. I don't think the Celtics are coming back and winning, but if you do, Celtics are what, plus, plus 290 on the adjusted series price? Jalen Brown, 25 to 1. Why is Jason Tatum, by acclamation, the guy. Don't get it. JVT next. He's got thoughts. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
the numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000. Your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odd specials, and much more. No matter what your favorite sport is, You'll find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today. It won't take you but a few seconds. Or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offers not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander, uh, JVT standing by. We'll talk some more NBA with him. Um, but I want to do uh, just sort of advance this a little further. Well, first of all, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. This is from uh, Backyard Shanty. He said, uh, Drew, well said on uh, Numbers Game about live golf betting used to gloss over the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia horror. 100% correct. No question about that. This is from Dead Rail. Gil, why is nobody giving these American courses that book the live tour dates? I think he uh, stopped his sentence there, but giving them some guff, I guess, is what he means. Everyone is on the players, which I agree, but these courses should not be allowed to host a PGA Tour event either. That's a, that's a solid point, Dead Rail. No one is giving those courses some guff, my word. Probably should be. Absolutely. Uh, this is also just talking about... Uh, the NBA Finals, once again, and, and sort of getting back to the point I was making earlier about if you believe the Celtics are going to come back and win game six and seven, adjusted series price on the Celtics is plus 290. The MVP, or excuse me, the Finals MVP market has Jason Tatum at plus 350 and Jalen Brown at 25 to 1. Marcus Smart, by the way, 100 to 1. But my point being that Jalen Brown at 25 to 1 is probably the best bet on the board if you're a Celtics backer right now or a Celtics believer. StatMuse tweet, Jason Tatum has 95 turnovers this playoffs. I know full playoff. The most by a player in a single postseason ever. Again, that's your NBA, that's your Eastern Conference Larry Joe Bird trophy winning Eastern Conference Finals MVP Jason Tatum. 95 turnovers now for the entire postseason. And from Stats by Stats, which we always quote Stats by Stats, typically when I'm talking about, I believe it's uh, Michael Lopez, is that Stats by Stats? Hope I get that right. I want to give him full credit. But uh, Stats by Stats, we always bring up on this show. No, that's Stats by Lopez. That's somebody else. So n- different different uh, Twitter accounts. Stats by Lopez is the one where I always say, hey, the randomness of, of postseason sport by sport, that 80% roughly of favorites in the NBA playoffs get through their series, 80% of favorites. For that to happen in hockey, you have to play a best of 51. For it to happen in baseball, you'd have to play a best of 75. That's how random those sports are if you're trying to get 80% of favorites through. That's Stats by Lopez. That's by Stats, different account, had this to say again about last night's game because we were talking about how the Celtics just throwing the ball all over the yard. Warriors' first team in NBA history to miss 30-plus three-pointers. Remember, they missed 31 threes last night, 9 of 40, shoot at least 15 fewer free throws than their opponent. Remember, that was 31 to 15, I believe. Have a rebound margin of minus 5 or worse. Got outboarded by 8. 
and yet still win the game, regular season or postseason. Teams had been 0-27 all time with that combo of stats. And yet, the Dubs, 48 minutes. Once again, from their fourth title in eight years, we bring in our senior NBA analyst, co-host of The Edge here on the network, which he does with Matt Humans, is Jonathan Von Tobel, also host of Hardwood Handicappers, which uh, I think he's been doing a podcast after every single NBA Finals game. How did that go for you last night, JVT? Well, yeah, I did the nightcap last night too, so I got to watch the uh, I got to watch the whole game while we were on the air yesterday. And uh, yeah, you were kind of ripping off some of the numbers and stats. Like that was that was a really good win for Golden State. That that was like the full team effort. It, this had been kind of Steph on his own for the entire series, but you saw everybody contributed, whether it was scoring, whether it was defense. I thought it was a brilliant performance from Golden State yesterday. It was vintage Warriors yesterday. Vintage Warriors, I, I asked this of Drew earlier. It's, it's the betting truth serum thing. So, again, for those of us who, who are backing the Warriors, you take the betting truth serum and you ask us, and, and then you ask us, okay, what really scares us? What still worries me about this now? Obviously, uh, series not over. Series going back to Boston where the Celtics will be favorites in game six. And the answer, John, is, is when Robert Williams is in, I really do feel like the like the Warriors are pushing the rock up the hill. It's the old Sisyphus thing. I feel like they're they're playing uphill because he is just a menace out there. When he's off the court, it's like you sort of you breathe a little bit, you exhale. You're like, okay, we got this. Why is he not playing more? Is it health? Because I thought he was cleared, you know, without restriction yesterday. Yep. No, I I agree. Because if you look at, there's a couple of things. First off, to your point, to give some numbers to it. Through five games, the Celtics are plus 31 in 126 minutes with Robert Williams on the floor. That's the team best. With him off the floor, the Celtics are minus 42 in 114 minutes. So, like, they are, they look pretty lost. Yesterday, it's a feat in and of itself to be plus 11 like Robert Williams was with every other role player was minus in terms of their plus minus. He is like the guy, and I would agree with all that, and I agree with the sentiment that he should be playing more. Udoka has, what he's been doing with these lineups is, He'll start with his two bigs. He'll go Horford. He'll go Williams. And Williams is usually the first guy off, and he'll leave Horford out there as the lone big. I think you got to reverse that. Like, Horford played three more minutes yesterday. He was minus 19. He has not handled this drop coverage against Steph Curry very well. They have abused him, the Warriors have, on that end of the floor. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, you've got to flip these roles. You've got to make Robert Williams your primary guy. And as you mentioned, maybe it's health. But like you said, they cleared him yesterday. Williams himself said the two days off really helped. He's getting another two days off here, and the numbers speak for themselves. And Steve Kerr has adjusted. He has done so many things. He has tinkered. He has changed lineups. He has done all this stuff. And now it's an Ime Udoka, who is down 3-2, to at least budge a little bit here. And I think play, who should have been the defensive player of the year, if not for that injury he suffered at the end of the season. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and I think Steve Kerr, to your point, I, I really think be, beyond Curry, his legacy has taken the biggest leap forward with how they've, they've with the exception of last night, the third quarters, the adjustments, I really think he's been masterful as well. What, what about what I said earlier here, which is the MVP market right now, Steph, obviously the big favorite minus three fifty. That makes sense. Um, but if you're a Celtics believer, if you believe the Celtics can win game six and seven, why is Jason Tatum plus three fifty and Jalen Brown 25 to one? Like, shouldn't you be betting Jalen Brown? Uh, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. As with somebody with a 13-1 to 1 ticket on Jalen Brown, too, uh, I, I think he is still the most likely Celtic to win this award. 
So, and I like Tatum has not been good in this series in any way whatsoever. People are going to look at last night's numbers and think he was. He wasn't. And especially with the turnovers and the way he played in the fourth quarter, uh, he was not good in any way whatsoever. Brown has been their most consistent player, and he's been the most impactful player in their victory. Uh, but may I, as we were talking about this, suggest in a certain market, I think it's out in William Hill, and if you have it in your jurisdiction, like New Jersey, whatever it is, Robert Williams is 1,000 to 1 to win this award. And I get it, like, when we're talking about, like, teams like the Warriors, there's no other player that's going to win that other than Steph Curry. But no Celtic has really separated himself other than Jalen Brown. And you really got to look at the numbers to give Jalen Brown that case. I just threw some numbers at you in terms of how impactful Williams is. Uh-huh. If Yudoka makes these adjustments, he's their lone big. He does what he does defensively. They go on to win these next two games, and he's got really good defensive performances. Why wouldn't it be a guy like Robert Williams to win this award, who I think has been the most impactful Celtic defensively for sure, and I think we notice when he's not out there, you know? God, John, I, I wish these voters were as uh, as nuanced, nuanced as you are. Yeah, <laughs> I really do, because I, I don't disagree with you, but, like, you know, then it's human yep. beings voting, and we all know how that goes. Uh, all right, so we have about a minute left. So brass tax this for me. I know you're a guy with some really nice Celtics futures how are you feeling right now? Like, what do you think happens here the rest of the way? So I wouldn't lie if I was not feeling nervous, especially given the fact that they lost the game, which Steph Curry did not hit a three-point right, shot. Right. Um, but, you know, this, this is a series that had the potential to be a really long one. This is not to say that, you know, my, I was, I've been getting guffs for my belief in the Celtics, almost like it's a slide against the Warriors, and it's not. Like, the Warriors are a good team. I just felt like the Celtics are the better team. I still think they're going to win this series. Uh, I don't think there's really any reason to believe not. I think we've seen now this Warriors team now, I think it's like 103 or 108 points scored off the turnovers. The missed free throws yesterday, too, for the Celtics. If they stop shooting themselves in the foot, I mean, we've seen the results. They could be a very good team. They can look like the clearly better team in this series if they consistently perform. Just hasn't been the case. So I've got faith that they're going to go out in game six, win this game, and extend it to seven. And we've seen what they've done on the road. So I am nervous. The heart rate is elevated a little bit. Uh, but I do think that this is obviously still there for the taking for a Celtics team who did the exact same thing against the Milwaukee Bucks, was down 3-2, went on to win the next two games and win the series. So uh, nervous, but I, I still think that I have faith that this Celtics team will pull it off. Real quick, you laying the points in game six? No, I think I'm at a point now, Gil, where I'm just going to sit back and sweat this thing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, given my position, so I, I don't think I'll be involved. I'm with you. I'm a, we're all at that point, for sure. JVT? Uh, I'd wish you good luck when I'm on the Warriors side, but enjoy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> good to talk to you, man. Thank you. You too. Jonathan Montobel, everybody, at MeJVT on Twitter, our senior NBA analyst, co-host of The Edge. The podcast is Hardwood Handicappers. Mark Borchard on baseball next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. 
Hurry to smileactives.com/iheart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.